welcome to a podcast for Redefined Sisters. We are a discipling community of women flourishing in faith and redefined by the gospel. Our deepest desire is to equip women to be deeply rooted in the word of God and live in community with one another. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Redefined Sisters podcast. My name is Jordan and Emily, I have some fun questions for us to start out with before we get into our content today. So our first question is, do you like flip-flops or sandals, watermelon or cantaloupe, picnic or grilling out, and do you like waking up early or staying up late? Well, I would prefer sandals. Um, I think I'm saying this right. Chacos, right? Is that how you say it? Yes. Okay. So they're like my river lake sandals. So I love those. They are in rose gold. I do prefer sandals over flip-flops because I don't know, just something sticking between my toes is not as comfortable. (laughs) So... I would have to say watermelon, especially by the pool. And also, we we were planning on grilling out for Father's Day, but we didn't. But I just love a good watermelon with, um, especially when you are grilling out. And I also love picnicking by the lake. You can definitely take watermelon and pack that along with some other goodies. And... I just love being outdoors, so I'm really happy anywhere soaking up vitamin D in the water, so I just feel like watermelon just goes good with anything outdoors, and I honestly prefer waking up early. Uh, Summertime, just, I I don't know why I'm still in this good routine of waking up early. If I stay up late, I'm just, I just feel very groggy and not as, you know, productive or alert the next day. So I would definitely say waking up early, having a cup of coffee and um, getting my day started that way. What about you? So I was a flip-flop girl growing up, but I have transitioned over to Birkenstock sandals and I love them. What are those? I haven't heard of those. Oh, I'm going to have to send you a picture. Like they're, they're really comfortable. Because it kind of just like forms to your feet. Like they're really popular sandals. Okay, yeah, you'll have to text me a picture. I will. And it was really hard to choose with watermelon or cantaloupe. They are both extremely tasty, but I love a good juicy ripe watermelon. Yes. Yeah, watermelon, a juicy watermelon. Like nothing really beats that when you're outside. Yeah, for sure. And I love grilling out. We make burgers on our Blackstone and some bacon. And that is my favorite. And we're so excited that it's time to just do that weekly again. And it really depends on how late. But yeah, I like to stay up late more than waking up early. But I'm accustomed to waking up around like 6.37 o'clock because that's when we would get up and get ready for school. But I am the kind that doesn't fall asleep very easily. So sometimes I'm up until like 1130, depending on what's going on. And I'll find something to do pretty much until then. 
Yeah, especially if you can't fall asleep, then it's kind of hard to wake up early. Yeah, it's it's been difficult, but also the girls have actually been sleeping in. So that's been really nice. So all of us have gotten some extra sleep lately. Oh, well, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zoe's sleeping in as late as she can, but that also means she wants to go to bed later. Yeah. Yeah. And David's in charge of bedtime. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Yeah. He's he gets over it so quickly. But I'm like, nope, I do everything else throughout the day. If you could just do bedtime, that's the only thing I ask. Just do bedtime because Zoe likes to sit there and hold your hand until she falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you a nice break in the evenings. It really does. That's when I can do like my nighttime cleaning and get like the dinner part of the dishes done. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, welcome to our June summer series. This week, we are having a fun conversation about joy, joy in Christ and thanksgiving. For freedom in Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. That is our key verse, which is Galatians 5 verse 1. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea, grab your journal, and join us as we begin a new series over the fruit of the Spirit in the book of Galatians. This will be perfect for summer. Listen along anytime, anywhere. I, Jordan, will be your host, joined by my dear friend, Emily. Hi, ladies. She is also the founder of Redefined Sisters. We are thankful for you and your gracious support of this ministry and podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Our hope and prayer through this series is to consider Galatians 5 in its context as we chat through how to abide in the Spirit so that the power of Christ is powerfully working through us to cultivate godly fruit and gospel-focused lives, producing healthy roots watered in God's amazing love. Faith precedes love, and love is the natural outworking of this godly fruit. Love being the foundation within each of these fruits, which is repeated four times in Galatians 5, for our favorite Bible translation in this series, we have used the ESB and Emily's Study Bible, the CSB. So we are going to read chapter 5 together once again. So I'm going to read verses 1 through 15, and Emily is going to finish us off with verses 16 through 26. For freedom in Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who should be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. 
I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, but if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Thanks, Jordan. Okay, so I'm going to pick up in verse 16 and read through 26. I say then, walk by the Spirit, and you will certainly not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the Spirit, and the Spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I am warning you about these things as I have warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, which is what we are on this week, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another or envying one another. Thank you, Emily. That chapter is so good. I love reading Galatians 5. Yeah, it is very good. So our key themes in the Fruit of the Spirit series is freedom in Christ rather than remaining in spiritual bondage, abiding and living in Christ. And I'm going to read verses five and six again. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything but only faith working through love. So our key themes this week, joy in Christ should permeate every aspect of our lives. Thanksgiving cultivates a heart of gratitude primarily through our worship. As Elizabeth Elliot said, Christian work is anything done in service to God. Emily, would you read verses 22 and 23 again? Absolutely. So... Here we go. Verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This week, our focus is on the fruit of the spirit, joy. As Redefined Sisters, we are pursuing a joy-filled, abundant life in Christ. Next, let's focus on application, joy in Christ, and thanksgiving. So I am going to read us five different little sections about joy in Christ. So we are going to start and we are going to be reading Psalm chapter 32, verse 11. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Now we are going to flip to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 28. The hope of righteous brings joy but the expectation of the wicked will perish. Now we are going to flip to John chapter 
15 verses 9 through 12. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I've spoken to you, that my joy be in you and that your joy may be in full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Now we are going to go to Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Next, the last verse that we are going to look at is in Philippians chapter 4, and that will be verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And Emily is going to talk to us about Thanksgiving. Okay, so I have a few verses that I'm going to read. So first, I'm going to start in Philippians 4 and read through verses 6 and 7. Don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Next, I'm going to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Next, I'm going to go to 1 Timothy 2, chapter 2, verse 1. First of all, then I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone. And I didn't have verse 2 in there, but I want to go ahead and read that. For kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. And when you look at chapter 2 in 1 Timothy, the emphasis is really here on prayer. Um, so I really love that and wanted to kind of extend that a little bit. Next, I'm going to go to Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer. Stay alert in it with thanksgiving. And I'm going to actually go on to verse 3. Is I think it's great to read this as well because the emphasis is on prayer again. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door to us for the word to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. And this is Paul speaking. Next, I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 16. This is why, since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I never stop giving thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. So I really love that prayer is kind of highlighted when we're talking about Thanksgiving. To have a heart of Thanksgiving, I do think you have to cultivate a rich lifestyle of prayer because we we can't always, you know, our natural bent, our flesh is not always thankful and grateful um, to the Lord for what he's given us. And so we really have to pray, ask the Lord to help us to be thankful and to cultivate thankful hearts to cultivate a spirit of thanksgiving in all things. So lastly, I'm going to read Psalm 103, verse 1. My soul, bless the Lord, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. And you know, I keep going on, so I'm going to go on to verse 2. My soul, bless the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. So 
sometimes we do have to counsel our heart to have a posture that is praising God, that is giving thanks to God, because we won't always feel like it. So I think it's important to know that sometimes we will have to counsel our heart to praise God um, through the difficulty, through the storms and hard circumstances that we might be facing. Yes, definitely. Thank you for sharing that, Emily, because that is an important reminder for all the ladies that are listening, because that's something that we will go through many different times in our life. Yes, absolutely. So to end our time together, we have a fun question. How can we practically abide in the spirit to cultivate joy in Christ and to have thankful hearts rooted in the hope of the gospel? Well, Jordan, I think my prayer is that God would help me and us see the beauty of Christ at work in each of our lives. And so I think we can do this by beginning each day praising and thanking God for what he has graciously given us. But most importantly, salvation in Christ, but the other spiritual blessings, any physical blessings that he gives to us. So this is something I regularly do in my morning prayer time. What about you? So for me, it's to keep engaging with your reading, my reading. And as we go through our day, just look and see that everything that points us to be joyful in Christ, because there's so many different things, because he's done so much for us. And within his work, there's beauty in absolutely everything going on around us. Even if there is some hard times, there's something always wonderful that we can look at and be thankful for because it's going to be doing work within us. Absolutely. Yes. That's so very true. Thank you for sharing that. And to close us out, we are going to just mention again, the key themes in this fruit of the spirit series. The key themes in this series is freedom in Christ rather than remaining in spiritual bondage And the second one is living and abiding in Christ. And then secondly, ladies, we just want to help you focus on application as you're reading through Galatians 5 and as we're walking through this Fruit of the Spirit uh, series. So this week we focused on joy in Christ and Thanksgiving. So cultivating a heart posture of Thanksgiving before the Lord. So thank you so much for joining us, ladies, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, ladies. Hey, sister, happy belated Father's Day. We hope you enjoy time celebrating the special fathers in your life. We just wanted to encourage you today that if you haven't had a loving example, God welcomes you with open arms through Jesus. You can bring your all, even the hurt and pain you've been carrying. We love you. Have a blessed week, sisters. with us, join our free membership community at www.facebook.com slash groups slash redefined sisters. We cannot wait to connect with you.